0: Monica Matthew, Monica Matthew Show. Hey, welcome back to the Monica Matthew Show. Life, love, and liberty. Happy Friday to you. Another week in the greatest nation on earth still. And why is it the greatest nation on earth? Because of people like you. Remember that. It's really easy to forget in this day and age of just, oh my gosh, everyone's in their own silos and, um, you know, all of the, the rocks that we throw at each other daily online. It's so important to get out and engage with people physically, like meet eye to eye, shake hands, take off your masks. Good grief. You know, I was at the grocery store the other day, and there's this beautiful young woman who is my cashier. And I didn't re- you know, I've quit looking at faces because they're behind plexiglass. I mean, all this ridiculous stuff for the, which most of us who passed fifth grade science understood that these masks were not going to work in, in securing our health from some man-made uh, shamdemic, some, some, quote, virus spore. It just, it just wasn't going to happen, okay? Even your most illiterate uh, graduate from a government school system would know that masks do not work. Period. whenever it comes to this so particular in f- others <laughs> this is nothing new with dr. fauci she, this is nothing new his email should not surprise you initially he was saying publicly they don't work knock it off okay our own uh, I always call him the attorney general because it escapes me but the yeah that guy. <laughs> But he's not the attorney general. He was the surgeon general. Remember that guy? You know, the black guy that President Trump put on his administration, put in his cabinet (laughs) because he's so racist. That guy, remember, he was on Twitter. I have the screenshot saying, quit buying masks. They don't work. And then like a month later, he was like, oh crap. Yeah, we have, you know, we have an arrangement with communist China. And some of our governors did too, by the way for PPE. Remember that Mm -hmm. money? I mean, money. Amazing. What works and what doesn't work according to what's going to line the pocketbooks of others. Okay. Always remember that. Follow the money trail. But even he said initially quit buying masks. They don't work. Right. And so I'm like, I get it. I mean, I was in nursing school for 2.5 seconds, um, graduated as a CNA. That was awesome. And, you know, got tired of dealing with bedpans and all of that. But I still love taking care of people, which is why I'm on the air. And sometimes I feel like I'm changing bedpans. It depends on who's contacting me to complain about whatever. But it's all good. So I'm thinking to myself, really? I mean, we understand viral spores, I hope. But not really, because I'm about to take a flight this evening. And I'm going to have to wear my mask. (laughs) Because that's going to save lives. That's going to keep my airplane... 37,000 feet in the air. My mask. So, the fake benevolence campaigns are just astounding. They really are. So, here we are at the grocery store. And I've just grown accustomed to not really seeing people's faces. I mean, even now, people are in outdoor areas of Lowe's with masks. I mean... That's how easy, easy prey Americans are. Seriously. I mean, that's how easy we've become as prey for all forms of globalist insanity. Okay. And so I'm standing in line and I, and this woman has this young girl, she's got purple hair. I mean, she's really, she's, she looks up at me and she's got these beautiful almond eyes. Uh, She's appears to be bi ethnic, probably. I don't know. She looked like she could have been like Somalian and something else. She was just gorgeous. And I said to her, wow, you are so pretty. I almost didn't even notice. I couldn't tell from your mask. So, and she was just like, wow, thank you so much. And I thought, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, you are, you're beautiful. And I'm not trying to smooch up to people or I mean, that's actually just who I am. Uh, I love complimenting people and encouraging people. It's one of my spiritual gifts. So that's why I'm always encouraging you to discover what your spiritual gifts are and use them because they'll always make way for you is what the Bible says. Your gifts will make, it didn't say your talents, your gifts will make room for you. It will put you before kings, It will put you, they will put you in in situations that you could not have ever dreamt of. If you will just ask in your prayer time, observe yourself. You don't have to have other people tell you, although sometimes it helps because we believe the worst about ourselves on most good days. And that's really the doing of the enemy. And if you don't think he's talking to people, just turn on your news. So... You know, when, the, when God says to Adam, who told you you were naked? That was like our biggest clue ever, that as spiritual beings, we are capable of communication with spiritual entities. I mean, that's just how that works. We are electrical beings, chemical beings, sexual beings, uh, physical, electric. I mean, uh, you, yeah, I mean, we're, we're marvelously created. And so we limit ourselves greatly whenever we don't inquire about our gifts, our spiritual gifts, and deploy them. And we limit the world around us. A lot of people are waiting on Jesus to show up to just rapture us and save us from this hell. I got to tell you, it's a scary prospect to think about Christ coming back now, if that in fact is how it's going to go down because the question that he asks is, will I find faith? And if I'm judging by the climate of this country right now, and the world, really, I mean, I would venture to say, not a lot. You won't find a lot of faith, because we're so focused on things that are contrived, that are concocted and manipulated in order to provoke you to act outside of your spirit person. That's what's happening, and I, I'm on a site right now. This is really interesting. It's called you. You got you, you. You guys should go to it because it's going to give you some insight into the mindset of of people who are following. Their human, their fallen human nature. And I don't say that as judgment or condemnation. I say it as a minister with just total sobriety and as a patriot of the, our Constitution and of order. Okay. Um, it's going down.org. It's going down.org. All one word. Okay. No apostrophe. It's down.org. And I'm on the page that's talking about a call for solidarity with Palestine. Now, I'm not here to argue Zionism, colonialism versus, you know, Palestine and who was there first. I, I can read my Bible and know exactly whose territory is whose. I'm very clear about that. So I'm not going to argue that. I'm, I want to bring this to your attention because some of you are like, what is going on? I just don't understand all of this, okay? Now, these guys are, are likening everything going on in Palestine. They they have merged this global revolution, okay? And this is a global week of action in solidarity with Palestine. That You have to understand that the... I can't even say it's the left, but it's a it's a kingdom, it's a nation rather, who's part of a kingdom, and there are multiple nations within this kingdom that that is a kingdom of rebellion, disorder, manipulation, oppression, death, hell, and destruction. That's what that kingdom represents. And the nations who worship at that kingdom's altars, That's what they represent in the earth. And so whenever you see it that way, it helps you to not lose hope and not lose sight of what the war is really about. And it enables you to still engage strangers fearlessly and with a genuine curiosity for others around you. That's what makes this country great. I said it in last night's podcast. If you missed it, I encourage you to go back and listen talking about the dangers of uh, Republican delegations heading to uh, from all States heading to Arizona right now, because you are being drawn into what I believe will ultimately become a trap of legalese of being able to cast uh die in the water of, of people who are legitimately, getting to the bottom of what happened and we all know what happened. But but these things have to take place. I mean, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, you know what happened in November of twenty twenty, and it began way before November. We knew these things were coming. Many people from upper echelons knew this was knew this was coming. You cannot tell me that our intelligence community is that out of touch. That's impossible. I don't subscribe to that theory. So this let's get back to it's going down.org. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read some of this to you, okay? Join us over the next two weeks with revolutionary action and remember revolutionary action and remembrance from May twenty sixth to June seventh to connect the Palestine Palestinian struggle and the black liberation movement in mutual support and solidarity. What I was saying about that kingdom is that they swarm. And I've been saying that since they started swarming. Uh, I started noticing the swarm effect when I was first on terrestrial air six years ago. And and that was the first vision I, visual I had to be able to describe what was happening because it happened to me. I was standing for Religious Freedom Restoration Act here in the state of Georgia, and I was swarmed by the LGBTQAI, and that is a legitimate, it, you know, the, the, the people who subscribe to, people are reduced to the letters of the alphabet, and that's really as far as you're ever going to get in life, right? The corporate entity, that, that is a nation of people without understanding. That's one of the nations within this kingdom of rebellion, pride, um, you know, confusion disorder, uh, oppression, suppression, you know in how how can I say that? Because why on earth would you relegate a human being created by an infinite creator to a letter of the alphabet? Why would you assign that finite value unless you are an oppressor? And unless you long to oppress other people and bring them into subjugation, to your kingdom. I mean, that's that's the goal, okay? And so they swarm and they came after me because they they crafted a narrative that was birthed in lies around what exactly the religious restoration, uh, freedom restoration act was, which was championed on a federal level by Bill Clinton. Okay, but it was clear that the states were going to need to take this up for themselves. And so Georgia was going to be one of the, I believe there are 38 states that have a uh, rifra um, law in place, but uh, we were going to be next. And they came after me because they thought I was just down on the homosexuals. I'm like, no, what I'm down on is you lying about this legislation And lying to and using corporate America and the chambers of commerce in the state of Georgia and respective cities and counties across in the entire country came down on Georgia. Anyone who was entertaining a riffer bill was, I mean, massively swarmed. And so here's my introduction to Twitter, to radio, to the whole public. You know, I was baptized by fire. What else is new? I was prepared. Because I know me. And I know I'm not a hater of gays. So, I mean, you can't, you can swarm me, but your your stings are not, you know, I just kind of pluck out your stinger and keep moving. And so I don't let that affect me. Now, they attempted to cancel me and all that other mess they do because that's what that kingdom does. But God had other plans and here I am. Ultimately, I was. <laughs> Uh, booted from from my station, which I loved my station very much actually because I loved my reach and my audience and you know, I loved Georgians and they were great. Um, and I got to fill in some for some really cool people across you know across the country uh, big names and and I cut my teeth. I cut my teeth at that station and it was very hurtful when I was maligned on my way out the door. It's very hurtful and you know where maligning comes from? Maligning is the root word of malignant, is to lie. So I want you to think about that for some of you who deal with cancer. You're dealing with lies. Something in your body has lied to your cells. So I always encourage people to speak truth. Speak the truth of the gospel, which is God sent Jesus to heal all of your diseases, including cancer. He sent Jesus to forgive all of your sins including the ones you have yet to commit. Hope that encourages someone today. Back to the swarming and the revolutionary act. Remember, I called you to a revolution just the other day because because there have been revolutions birthed in order. When there is a plan in place, there's nothing worse than a country being toppled, than a regime being toppled, which we've seen, I've seen in my lifetime several times, that create vacuums. And, and we know what we're doing when we do that as a nation. We, we know what we're doing because we want control of that particular region or area. So we create chaos. We take out the regime that's there. And, and, you know, and they're not exactly great actors, that's for sure. They're already oppressive as it is. And so we come flying in with our great benevolent cape as a nation to say, oh, we're going to set the captives free knowing <laughs> that our motives for being there are completely wrong. And the rest of the world knows it too. And people really don't want our help sometimes. Sorry. Just ask them. They would rather that we stay out of their affairs. But, you know, oil has a sexy uh, a sexy ring to it. There's a lust factor there with the petrodollar and all of that. So with revolutionary action, I'm calling you to an orderly revolution and that you start standing and using the mouths you have. You don't have to wait on people like me with a microphone. You can get out to your respective communities, start showing up at your boards of elections as well as boards of uh, education, get engaged in the political process, as I say on my show intro every day, and uh, start being part of the solution and not the problem. And many of you have, and I'm so proud of you, so grateful. 70% of the delegates in the state of Georgia alone – Out of 159 counties, we're brand new. What does that tell you? It tells you that you guys are on fire, and that's happening all over the country. I'm spending a lot of my time in Virginia, but I'm just telling you, it's happening. People are like, where do we go? What do we do? We're here to help. So this is a revolution, and you can have a righteous and orderly revolution without burning down the country, Without exercising your Second Amendment, which I know some of you are just chomping at the bit to do, exercise your Second Amendment by this: hold on to your firearms, keep them in your gun safes, or keep them on your person, or if you have a, you know, a concealed carry, keep them in your purse, whatever. Don't keep them in your cars. Jeez, but that's fine. Hold on to your weapons. You should. But all of this gibber jabber about, you know, we're going to have to take to the street, something's got to be done. Oh, just stop. The greatest weapon you have is between your lips. The greatest weapon you have is in your skull. The greatest weapon you have is in your chest cavity. The greatest weapon you have is in your gut. You have the mind of Christ, you have the word of God, you have the heart that is free from bitterness and avarice and lust and craziness and disorder and rebellion, and your spirit and your gut is your discernment. You don't need a politician to exercise that. Jesus looked at people and said, the kingdom of God is here now, and it's in you And they weren't Christians. The kingdom of God is in you. And I'm not subscribed. I'm not going to get into a theological debate with you on this. The word says there's no other way to the father but through the son. And I absolutely believe that because of this. I'll leave you with this theological tidbit for the day. I won't burden you with a long drawn out thing. I was just explaining this actually to a few a uh, couple of Israelis who were at the hotel that I was staying at uh, in Virginia just two weeks ago, and they were astounded by the conversation. It was really cool because i could I could tell that it wasn't just me speaking it's it's the wisdom that God has poured into me that i've that I've studied and I've prayed for, and it was beautiful because they got it. It was awesome to see their faces light up to be able to speak to them about their own practices in culture, not in condemnation, but in conjunction. In conjunction with the freedom of Christ that reconciles all things unto God. So why do I believe that the only way to the God of, and the author of liberty is through the seat of Jesus? Well, if you understand Judaism at all, you understand that there was a veil, there was a mercy seat. Like there there were multiple layers in order to enter into the presence of a holy God. And only the priests could do that. Anyone else who attempted to touch the ark or, you know, attempted to sacrifice or offer their puny, whatever, God's like, nope, that was not how I ordered this. There were ceremonial practices that had to occur that God instituted and the Jews followed. And to some extent, some of that is still practiced minus, you know, sacrificing the fat of calves on, you know, stones for respective, you know, issues and sins and, and atonement. And atonement is important in the commerce and the economy of kingdoms. Between good and evil. <laughs> because if you don't think Satan's coming for some form of atonement, then you're wrong because he is. But if you're running to God, you're running through the mercy seat. And guess who sits on that? Jesus. So if you're going to get to the God of love, you're going to have to go through his love. See how simple that is? that is? That shouldn't burden your soul hopefully nothing just rose up in you if you're not a Christian that said, oh, this is ridiculous. What about Buddha? Well, Buddha's not sitting on the mercy seat. Buddha was Buddha. You can subscribe to Buddha, but he's not sitting on the mercy seat. So whenever Satan comes for your family or he comes for your life and that kingdom rises up against you or comes for your business, he comes for your board of education, he comes for your presidency, he comes for your U.S. Senate seat, He comes for your mayor. He comes for your kids, your pets, your job, your health. I can tell you, I'm not running to anyone who's not on the mercy seat. And Buddha's not on the mercy seat. And others aren't either. Muhammad's not on the mercy seat. In Islam, God does not have a son. So it's so Allah and God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, are not synonymous. I know that route that that really rattles some of you. So as we're talking about Palestine and about issues in the Middle East and nations, and who owns what and who blah blah, you know, it's important to to understand that the blood of Christ reconciled all things, including Palestine and Israel. Now, all things have a dispensation and a time to them, and there are things that are um, manifesting in the earth according to their time. So that's another reason you can take your peace. It is, you know, I, it, I almost feel like I'm asking you to take your peace in the middle of an earthquake. Right, And you're standing in your door jam, going, okay, sure, Monica. The entire foundation of my home is shaking right now. And I just watched the earth split about two feet from me. And you're asking me to keep my peace. And I'm telling you that it is possible to do so. Yes. If your foundation is upon the rock of the truth, then you know that God is a savior. God is is not asleep god is not ignorant god is not angry with us grieved by our propensity to kill his creation with word and deed and abortion clinics sure sitting up there planning our demise as a as his creation no he planned for our redemption And so politics and governance, there's politicking within governance, but governance is a godly construct. It is who he is, right? Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is where in heaven. And the only persons who are going to usher that in are you, are you all. That's your responsibility. So I want to empower you to speak truth to lies because that's who you are and that's what you were created for. Okay? So here are these guys. Let's get back to this goingdown.org. org. <laughs> Both, I'm laughing because the Bible says that God mocks his enemies and he laughs at his enemies because he's like, Okay, good luck with all that. But it doesn't feel good. I honestly, I hate seeing businesses burned and people beaten in the streets and people fighting and writhing and all the violence and anger. It's just so gross. It's awful. It, in all the bad mouthing we do, I mean, it's just so sick and twisted and it is so demonic. <laughs> And it's part of the other kingdom that has nothing to do with life, love, and liberty. (laughs) Absolutely nothing to do with that whatsoever. But, okay, so listen to this. Both dates are significant. Remember, they're from May 26th through June 7th. These guys are trying to connect the Palestinian struggle and the Black Liberation Movement in mutual support and solidarity. Okay, Both dates are significant. The beginning of the George Floyd Rebellion, keyword, rebellion. Okay. And the month anniversary of the third Antifada with the uprising of the uh, Al Aqsa. Both dates also represent resistance and rebellion, militancy and intransigence. And most importantly, revolutionary potential. The United States is in the midst of a transformative period with the black revolution at the forefront from the plantations to the prisons. The black struggle has always had a multifaceted enemy in Western capitalist states and their allies. Now that in and of itself is, is bipolar. That is a schizophrenic statement. And why is that? Because here you are complaining that you've gone from the plantations to the prisons to you've connected plantations to the prison pipeline to capitalism, right? Somehow capitalism keeps people imprisoned. But the alternative that they want to usher in is Marxism and communism, totalitarianism. That, that's, forget socialism, that's like... Psh. That's like second grade stuff. Like, we've skipped that. President Trump was right. This country will never be a socialist nation. We've bypassed that. We've leapfrogged that. So I want you to think about that. So here we are. We're going to align capitalism, which affords people what? Freedom. It affords people sovereignty, agency, personal agency. Now, that does not guarantee that people are not going to be bad actors, that avarice is not going to take hold. But would you prefer that individuals are uh, suppressed and oppressed by a regime that is the the only one allowed to exercise their human nature to, to serve at the altar of avarice? I mean, no matter how you look at it, we're all fallen, whether it's your government who's made up of humans who, were, who have fallen or us as individuals. God did not call us to be ruled by man. So when they talk about rebellion, they're rebelling against life, love, and liberty. And they're all the same. They're all synergistic. It's just like the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. But these guys see capitalism as the devil, as the enemy, that it's because people are able to prosper. Well, and I, and I will say this. The enemy's kingdom loves to take truth and add a little bit of leaven, or they take an ent- a boatload of leaven and... And introduce truth, okay? Now, has there been a pipeline between plantations to prisons? Yes, Generally, generationally, yes, but uh, alternately, uh, has there been Has there been a pipeline from the plantations to liberty? Yeah, of course, there has. Have we seen great movements, great movement? in this nation with regard to equal opportunity? Yes, we have. Has it been perfected? No, it has not. Have uh, more people than not overcome? I believe so. But has there been a system in place that for sure um, has been in place to keep a certain demographic of humans down? Yes, there has absolutely been a system in place that does not mean there's systemic racism through this nation. Because I refuse to ascribe a system that's comprised of a very few uh, amount of people to an entire body of people called the United States of America. I will not assign that. I just won't. I will not assign that guilt to you. Because there's a system that has actually been um, unearthed. It has been upended. Uh, you have more equal opportunity than, than we've ever had in this nation. And yet this right here is still online and still um, touted as the, the, the biggest existential threat that this nation um, faces today is the white guy. Seriously, that's what they're saying. Or the Jew. Right? I mean, that's that's where we are. just is. Then they go on to say, the United States, okay, we did that. Their eliminationist project continues too in Palestine, where Zionist colonialism since Balfour has been the partner of Anglo-American imperialism. This is amazing. Recent events in occupied Palestine have again revealed the true face of colonialism and its genocidal violence a regime of global apartheid stretching from the open air prison of gaza to jail cells detention centers and ghettos across the united states but these events have also exposed the limits of colonial rule the weakness of the zionist regime and the tenuousness of white supremacist power (laughs) now what's interesting to me is it's like who are these guys talking to like who is their actual audience Okay, our resistance is always most formidable when it is internationalist. Think about that. I keep talking about a geopolitical war. That's what we're facing right now. Our resistance is always most formidable resistance when it is internationalist. In 1964, Malcolm X met with the PLO leadership. Later on, Huey Newton visited Palestine, uniting these struggles against a common enemy. See, so he doesn't go into exactly where uh, Malcolm X landed in, in, before he was landed in front of crosshairs of a bullet. Malcolm X actually saw the light, which was part of why they had to take him out. Speaking of, uh, what did he call it? Up here, the Eliminationist Project, they eliminated Malcolm. Uh, the resistance became not only a shining example of what was possible, but also an internationalist hub for the world to learn from, inviting revolutionaries from Nicaragua to Ireland, from Cuba to Greece, from Japan to South Africa. Um, as the burning of the third precinct in Minneapolis showed the world on May 28th, even the most formidable fortresses can be reduced to ashes. And as this third Antifada is teaching us today, even the most advanced armies in the world can be effectively combated by insurgent youth, insurgent youth and the oppressed masses when they lose their fear and bring the conflict to the colonizers So see they've, they've targeted your youth. We know that, but we've actually turned on our youth So instead of educating our youth, we make fun of our youth for being lost, and then they're sucked into this vacuum of this wackadoo stuff that's birthed in the kingdom of rebellion. And ultimately, we lose a generation, they rise up against us, and here we are. And then we look around and go, how did we get here? The more widespread our actions, the greater impact they make internationally. We can see that the bravery of each Palestinian fighter has inspired massive worldwide hope that perhaps the behemoth of U.S. and Israeli imperialism could be stopped. We want to draw focus to the Palestinian fighters across the occupied territories and to the powerful initiative incarcerated comrades in the U.S. Comrades. The quote, uh, the hashtag shut them down 2021, call for abolitionist demonstrations outside of prisons. The uprisings in Palestine and the U.S. have demonstrated that when resistance is popularized... It makes it much harder to defeat. It is in this spirit that we call on people internationally to defiantly rise up against U.S. and Israeli colonial violence. <laughs> I'm telling you, this stuff is so bipolar and just diabolical. It, it is it, All of it's just diametrically opposed. I mean, you name it. It's, it's, this is like the perfect psychological concoction of what the hell. I mean, this is, it's schizophrenic. They're literally burning things down to the ground and then defiantly rising up against U.S. and Israeli colonial violence. You can't make this up. This is the true spirit of internationalism. Together we will be victorious. Revolutionary abolitionist movement, Muslim-Jewish anti-fascist front. That's how it's signed. Here you go. Here's some ideas for actions in case you're interested. Barricades, decarceration, demonstrations, strikes, disrupt the actions of imperialists, hmm. More memorial actions for the martyrs, demonstrations at prisons and consulates, writing to prisoners of war. Mm-hmm. Because when someone's oppressed and someone is suppressed and imprisoned, it's a great time for people to evangelize. Graffiti, posters, free Palestine and shut them down 2021. Internationalize the Antifada. This is what you're up against. And this is just one faction of that kingdom. And some of you are so overwhelmed and your bandwidth is stretched so thin. You're like 5G. Your bandwidth is stretched so thin that you just can't take on another thing. But I want to tell you, if you don't take it on, it's going to take on you. So how do you do that? You strengthen your foundation, your constitution, your personal constitution, your personal resolve that you're going to stand in solidarity with the God of the author of liberty, order, Justice, And that's going to involve you loving people, forgiving people, not fearing anyone or anything, including this craziness. These people are a nation of no understanding. And I say these people loosely. Anyone who is espousing that capitalism is bad, individualism is bad, that sovereignty is bad, that loving your nation is bad, protecting your nation is bad, securing your nation's borders are bad, that biology is bad, that faith is bad, that freedom is bad, anyone, and that government is your God, and that rebellion is the only way to go in the way of violence and breaking laws, They are not on the side of liberty, and they are not of the kingdom of light. So I want to encourage you to open the greatest weapon you have, which is between your lips, and start speaking truth to these lies and showing up on the landscape to love people, to encourage people, inform people, empower people with the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you don't know it, start studying it. It's easier than calculus. If you don't understand a particular rendition, get another one. Or translation, rather, get another one. But the truth is all around us. It's inside of you. When you look in your mirror this weekend, I want you to remember that. You are the truth of God. You are the liberty of God. You are the beauty of God. You are the peace of God. And there's no other way to that God the author of liberty other than going through his agent of liberation it's impossible go have a good weekend i'm headed back to virginia to go keep up the good uh call it fight really it's rising in our jurisdiction taking it back taking it back you can make contributions on my website if you'd like i could use the help MonicaMatthews.com. they are not donations you cannot write them off (laughs) but uh but I'm out doing uh, work for our country, work for our kingdom. I love you. Be good to your neighbor beginning your own mirror. Remember, if you're an American, act like one.